Welcome to Factor Magri, dedicated to New Zealand's primary industry. Each week, I talk with farmers and producers, industry and policy makers to hear their stories and expert opinions on matters relevant to both our rural and our urban communities. Well, today for me is a bit of a sad day, well certainly a sad day for democracy. The government's water services bill has passed, it has been signed by the Governor-General and therefore has become an act. From a rural community's perspective, I do not believe this is a good outcome, and I explained a bit about the reasons why last week. Aside from essentially stripping assets, this bill will increase compliance costs and increase administrative processes for farmers. But of course, this bill goes well beyond the farm gate. It affects every New Zealander, and furthermore, in my view, what is unacceptable is the lack of a democratic process. It has simply been bulldozed through, and we all need to think about that. Now, I have to get back on track, as I have an interesting guest on the show. Caroline Thumb from Ag Research joins me, and I'm keen to hear about research she is carrying out on making infant formula more like breast milk. Quite an interesting topic. And of course, infant formula is produced from our dairy industry, and New Zealand each year export around 120,000 tonnes of infant formula, with a value north of $1.5 billion, and that number is set to grow. As an important part of our export earner, I'm keen to know what the benefits are of Caroline's work. Let's check in with her now. Hello, Caroline. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Hi, Angus. Thank you for the potential talk about my science today. Please, can you tell me about the work that you do? So I'm an early career scientist at Ag Research. Uh, I came to New Zealand 12 years ago to do my PhD and specific sugars that milk ha- uh, have. And these specific sugars, they help the babies to develop their gut. Since then, I have been working my uh, postdoc but, uh, in another projects that also uh, involve components of milk. So I'm really interested in how these components of milk, they are digested and how they affect the infant development. I understand you have identified a unique new way to make infant formula more like breast milk. (laughs) Yeah. So I need to give you a little bit of context, right? So fat is very important fraction of human milk. It's actually the second large, uh, most concentrated component milk. And they are responsible for around 50% of the energy that babies need. But in infant formula, as we know, they can, they can be made of cow's milk, goat milk, or sheep milk. But the fat in this milk, they are different from human milk. More specifically, the fat building blocks, that's called fat acids. So the fat acids in this ruminant milk, they have different profile of human compared to human milk, and they cannot be directly fed to the infants. So what the infant formula companies do, they generally remove this fat from cow's milk, and they supplement the infant formula with a blend of vegetable oils. By doing this, they can reach a similar profile of fatty acids found in human milk. But still, this fatty acid profile is far from ideal for infant nutrition. So... That's what we did. We found a better natural source of oil that I can disclosure now where they come from mm. that mimic much more closer the profile of fatty acids that you can find in human milk. And we could use this ingredient to be added to any type of infant formula. That's really interesting. Now, 
formula fed children have a different gut microbiome to breastfed infants. And from what I've read, infant formula producers today are trying to include pre and probiotics to get formula closer to breast milk. Is this similar to your research? Part of. So one of the things that when you have the wrong profile of fatty acids uh, is that these fatty acids are not properly digested by the gut. And what happens is when they get to the large intestine, these fatty acids combine with calcium and they produce something called calcium soaps, which are not really well absorbed. Uh, uh, which they don't, are not absorbed by the, the gut and they make the children constipated and also change the microbiota, the, the bugs in the gut. So what the infant formula producers do, they add these uh, uh, prebiotics to help infant uh, digestion because it's caused by this bad uh, digestion of the fat. The probiotics is important as well to help, you know, uh, to mimic what the human milk does for the baby, mm. which is increase this uh, beneficial uh, bacteria in the gut. Why do we want infant formula more like breast milk? And what is the primary outcome you are looking at in the research? So why do, why do we want infant formula more like breast milk? Well, Human milk has been tailored for millions of years to give the infant the best nutrition and the best chance to thrive, right? Infant formula is our insurance. When baby cannot be breastfed, the best alternative is infant formula. Mm. However, it's far from perfect. And I think there's a lot of science that needs to be put there to, you know, to get close, to close that gap between breast milk and infant formula. Mm. So one of the things uh, we are trying to, to, to help with our research is to improve fat digestion, to mm. give the babies the ability to absorb more calcium because they are not producing these calcium soaps by having these fatty acids not uh, digesting the, the wrong part of the gut. We want to improve the absorption of fat acids, which is energy, as I said, and improve their comfort comfort because they won't have hard stools they don't have they won't have constipation mm. and also they'll have a better uh, gut microbiota the bugs you'll be improved if you have the right digestion of fatty acids okay it's really interesting now skeptics often question the influence funding providers have on outcomes in research can you tell me about how this research is being funded and importantly the independence of the research itself so there's different types of funding. Uh, mm. Some is primary from the government, mm -hmm. primary from the government. Some require cash co-funding from the industry, mm. and others are projects initiated by the industry. So they have to fund most of it. Mm -hmm. This particular fund that I got from MB is called Endeavor, Endeavor Fund, and does not require any involvement of the industry or any money. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that uh, this, this idea was created inside of egg research is completely come from the scientists. Mm. Of course, we need when we write the fund show that there is, is a valid idea. So then uh, we need to consult with the industry and, and see if 
they are interested to take that on board if that works. And if it's valid for them in terms of uh, a, a economic perspective, mm. right? Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Um, okay. I'm glad we've talked about that or, or certainly cleared that up because there's always people out there that say, oh, well, the science is simply funded by the interested party or, or the industry body, and therefore it is not accurate or the science is biased. So I'm pleased that you cleared that up. Um, the thing, when the, the, the way the funding uh, uh, is made is that we need to have a really close relationship with the industry. Mm. So sometimes it shows that, you know, by having a partner in the industries that we are being, they, they're involved and you affect anything on the, the science. Yeah. They can be bring just as, as a consultant mm. to see, because if we produce something that you cost millions and no one's going to buy that, mm. it's not, uh, doesn't worth the science. Mm. I understand. Um, from a science perspective, how have you been able to make formula more or humanness? I'm not even sure if that's a word, humanness. <laughs> um, and what does it mean to be more human-like? So, so in fun formula, it fits its purpose, right? It's nourished in the growing infant. But as I said, there's a lot of science to be done to make, make it close as possible to human milk. Mm. Another aspect of our research is to including our, our formulation, our new oil, phospholipids. Phospholipids and other special types of lipids, they help the baby to develop their brain and their immunity. So we know that breastfed babies and formula-fed babies are different in the in cognition development in the beginning of life. So to close those that gap, uh, some uh, infant formula companies are adding back the lipids that they remove from a cow's milk that and bring back these phospholipids and complex lipids that should be there. Um, and they show, there are signs on that, showing that by adding these phospholipids, these this special lipids back, they can close a little bit this, back, this gap between uh, brain development between breastfed babies and um, formula-fed babies. So what we want to do to do is incorporate these phospholipids, which is part of buttermilk produced by the industry, with our special oil to produce a structured fat, which will be better digested by the infant, and they will give you give them the necessary building blocks to develop a similar in. Uh, similar as possible, um, cognition and immunity. So where to next for the research? And in terms of real-life trials, how do you simulate a baby's digestive system? I assume it's not being tested on babies at this point. No, no babies at this mm. point. No, so when we, we uh, get to harvest this special oil, we are going to test different phospholipids uh, products that have in the market to incorporate and make this structured fat. And then from there, we have something called in vitro simulated digestion system, which is just a fancy name for a system that allows us to mimic most of the things that happen during digestion, the baby digestion. Mm. So it's a system that we can add the, all the enzymes and have the, same, the, the perfect temperature, pH and mixing, like mixing the stomach. 
and we have two parts, the stomach part and the small intestine part. And that will give us in the end what would come out from the digestion. And if you tell us if the, that fat is being, it could be absorbed in the way that human milk is absorbed. Mm. That's really interesting. And in terms of uh, real life human trials, is that something that's on the horizon? Uh, well, that's not part of the scope of this okay. project now. Yeah. But yes, in the future. And because our special oil is something natural, I don't see why you shouldn't, you couldn't go to a clinical trial. So. Mm-hmm. This has significant potential for New Zealand's primary industry, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. Our special oil could be produced in New Zealand. We have the capability. We have partners that we have already consulted about that. And also, we are the largest producers of uh, infant, uh, infant formula ingredients. One of them is the, their phospholipid. So if we could use New Zealand ingredients, it's something that we can uh, also boost New Zealand economy through that. Mm. There is a lot happening in the research and technology space in agriculture here in New Zealand right now. Um, But it's quite exciting, to be honest. Are we world leaders in agriculture and research, in your view? Well, uh, I think so. You know, so it's such a small country. Mm. I, came, I came from Brazil. It's a huge country. Mm-hmm. And looking New Zealand is just fantastic to see the amount of people that uh, is recognized for their good science. Especially, uh, for example, around me, we have world leaders in milk research, meat quality. And ag research we have on, far- on the farm side, greenhouse gas production, forage, animal genetics. So for me, it's a great place to be. And a great place to learn. Mm, It's fantastic. Look, it's been great uh, talking to you. Thank you very, very much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. (laughs) Thank you to Caroline from Ag Research for joining me. So it seems scientists have identified a unique way to make infant formula more like breast milk. And according to the work, and as outlined by Caroline, there are significant benefits for infant children using ingredients that could enhance brain development and overall health. Research into this next generation infant formula will create new opportunities for New Zealand's primary industries in a global market worth tens of billions of dollars annually. With funding over three years recently announced, Ag Research scientists Simon Loveday and Caroline Thumb, along with collaborators from Massey and Monash Universities, and as Caroline outlined, are aiming to enhance the humanness of infant formula produced from New Zealand ingredients. Caroline talked about a recently discovered natural source of nutritional oil that is surprisingly similar to the fat in breast milk. She says they will be combining this new nutritional oil with dairy phospholipids, which is essentially a special kind of fat. In response to recent evidence, this component of milk enhances baby's brain development. This special kind of fat is abundant in buttermilk, which is a byproduct of butter production. Of course, there is some way to go and lab trials will be vital in working towards the ultimate goal of the next generation of infant formulas. New Zealand's primary industry is a pretty dynamic environment currently. There are many challenges from a policy perspective. There are many challenges at the farm gate as well, not to mention supply chain issues at our ports, on the high seas, and ultimately at our markets ports. One thing is for certain, our science research into agriculture 
is world-leading and something we should be proud of. That's all from me this week. Thank you for listening and catch you next time on Factum Agri.